Massive warning. Do not buy these crypto coins. These are three crypto projects that you absolutely should not touch. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be issuing a huge warning not to buy these three crypto coins. These are three crypto projects that I would not touch, you would not touch, <laughs> and probably anybody watching or listening to this podcast should also not touch. And we'll go over the reasons why. And sometimes you don't need to have 10 reasons for one project. All it takes is one. Yeah. Um, you know, we did a truth about Cardano episode. Make sure you guys watch that one. It's really interesting. But there was one red flag in that episode where lead let us to maybe 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 not buying it. And we this is this is the third do not buy crypto series that we the third episode in the series. The first two, we uncovered some red flag projects before they crashed. Mm. We uncovered Axie Infinity and then it absolutely bombed. There was like a million, a billion dollar hack. Yeah, and then we talked about Crypto.com. Which rug pulled their- The like rewards thing. Rewards we we talked reason. about that before it all happened. So we, we've had a pretty good strike rate with these do not buy these coins. So you need to watch this episode until the end. Decentraland also went to absolute zero. Yeah, we 40 called, users. We called that one as well. So Garbage. this is an important episode. Uh, we have a really good strike rate, as you mentioned. Make sure you hit the like button, leave some comments, subscribe. We appreciate you guys tuning in because that's what keeps us going. All right, let's start with um, a coin that is one of the most heavily traded coins right now in terms of volume, which is why we need to issue this warning. People are going crazy trading Luna. What the fuck? Man, (laughs) obviously everyone knows it was the $60 billion crypto crash. It went from a top 10 project to literally zero. However, this thing is in the top 15 for crypto trading volume right now. It's basically trading as a meme coin. The project is dead. The founder is on the run from Interpol. Yeah. <laughs> and yet people are buying and selling and buying and buying and buying this scam coin. What's going on? Man, I so it's frustrating because, you know, you there could be some really good projects out there. You know, like Hedera, we talk about all the time. And it's up like 3%. And you look at this stupid fucking coin... And it's up 30%. And I'm like, there's so many degenerate fucking gamblers out there. Yep. It, a lot of these people, are, they're going to see it up like 20, 30%. But then you go the next day and it's like top losers and it's down like 40%. It's a scam coin. It's a scam coin. So it, it was at 115 now to 0.0001. I mean, that should tell you all you need to know about it. People, I think there's delusional Luna bag holders out there that they say we still believe in the tech People, someone's going to take it over. Someone's going to develop on it. Here, here's the one thing I hear all the time. Binance is, Binance is burning tons of Luna Classic. So if the, if the supply is being burnt, the price will go up. doesn't matter. This thing is not going anywhere. So, so to save the, the, uh, their stable coin, right? They had to like inflate. So they had to pump a ton of mm-hmm. reserves into it. That's, yeah. 
And so it ended up, so for it to get back to like a dollar, it has to hit a market cap of like a trillion or something like uh, that. Like 500 trillion yeah, or something. Yeah, so they'd have to burn so much. I don't know if they have the computational power to, to even burn this amount of Luna. I think it's, it's you have these bag holders, right? And they just wishing that it goes back to a dollar. You know what? Oh, imagine if Do- uh, Shiba goes to a dollar, like blah, blah, blah. Imagine if SafeMoon goes to a dollar. And not only did they rug pull the original Luna coin, then they, yeah, the they launched one. Luna 2.0. Which went from seventeen to two dollars like that. Yeah. So they've done two rug pulls and people are still buying this shit. Yeah. So that has to be number one on our list. Do not touch these coins. They are scam at best meme coins. Yeah. The odds of you losing your money are very, very high. Absolutely. And another thing I don't like about I mean, aside from the fact that Doquan royally screwed everybody involved with that and is still being a little on Twitter. Yep. The fact that, so the Luna uh, Foundation Guard, the LFG, the nonprofit organization that supports the Terra ecosystem, has halted the planned distribution of the $100 million from its reserves that was supposed to go to the UST holders from the previous. So they're like, oh, no, we, I know we said we're going to give this back to you, but oh, there's something going on. We can't, we can't give it back yet. No one is going to see a dime from that foundation no. or project. Doquan had the audacity to continue shit posting on Twitter while everyone was losing their money. Mm-hmm. He's just posting hilarious tweets saying, oh, I'm not on the run. Dude is on the run. Like People literally were losing their lives because of how much, like they were committing suicide based off of how much money they were losing. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of big companies that was holding Luna or UST in the reserves. And this caused a $300 billion wipeout across all of crypto at that time. So if you're wondering why crypto had that huge crash, uh, what was it, back in May, I believe, this was the reason. I'm not going to be supporting a, a coin or a project that was single-handedly involved with causing the crypto market to absolutely just get annihilated. It had like a, Bitcoin had like a 10% sell-off that day, which is huge. So Voyager... Celsius had to file file for bankruptcy. Um, Three Arrows Capital Capital (laughs) was forced into liquidation. The ripple effects that it had on the entire crypto market because Three Arrows Capital will be holding other projects. So they had to then sell those off, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just an entire clusterfuck and it's not a project I'm supporting because they've never once demonstrated any sort of legitimacy. No. Fuck those guys. Yeah. All right, let's move on. So don't touch Luna, Luna Classic, Luna 2.0, Luna 3.0. Just stay, Luna stay anything. clear, clear away from them. So I think we've, we have one really interesting one that might be controversial, but I'm going to leave that one to the end. Okay. So let's go to the next one, which I think is a much more straightforward one. However, people still need to know Litecoin. Right. This is, this is an OG project, right? OG. It's the second oldest crypto, which is one of the reasons why it has the number 20 market cap. Mm. Despite having no development being done, no real world use cases. It's a dead project for, for all things considered, right? It was at 300, moons up to 350 in the bull market. It's down to 50. I think just the fact that it started in 2011 around Bitcoin, it's a household name. Every exchange has it. The trading volume is very high, very liquid coin. If you ask, you know, someone who doesn't know anything about crypto, they probably know about Litecoin. That's right. why it's maintained its market cap, but you know, we're, we're trying to find projects that have real world use cases. They're solving problems. They have a lot, you know, longevity. Litecoin is not it. So Litecoin is a decentralized money free from censorship and open to all. Send low cost, private, secure, borderless payments to anyone, anytime, anywhere. 
That is what they claim. What's interesting, though, is that Dogecoin was a copy of the Litecoin tech. The thing is, do you ever really hear about Litecoin besides the fact that it's on, you know, all these different exchanges? Not really. No. But if Dogecoin is using the exact same technology, they also have Elon Musk. Yeah. And, you know, the entire meme community. You're going to see, like, Elon said that you could start accepting and making payments for Teslas and whatnot with Dogecoin. That That's a use case. Well, I'm not seeing Litecoin being used anywhere. And when you have somebody with that type of pull, social media influence, that's so much more marketing and so much more branding. And Dogecoin mm. is going to end up being the one that's used because it's the exact same technology. Right. So the original um, marketing for Litecoin was that it's the silver to Bitcoin's gold. Yeah. Right. Um, it's faster and more scalable than Bitcoin. The founder actually now works as a director at Coinbase. So he's still in the industry. However, as we've talked about, there is no real world adoption. In, in 2021, I don't know if you remember, I kind of remember this. Last year, there was a fake press release that Walmart had partnered with Litecoin. Right. That they were going to start it, like, you know, <laughs> accepting Litecoin at Walmart. And the token pumped like 30 or 40% in a day. And then Walmart was like, this is absolute bullshit. And it dumped again. Mm. So like red flag. Yeah. Fake news reports coming out. Think about, you know, someone would have purchased millions in Litecoin, paid some news company to make a fake press release about Walmart, pumped a token, sold their bags and got out. That's what's happened. That's what's happening with Litecoin. Mm. Does this sound like a project that we want to get involved in? No, especially when their founder sold at the exact top. <laughs> and five wallets hold 65% of the total supply. Ugh. So that's not really decentralized either, is it? No. So I think honestly, like Litecoin, I would say avo uh, avoid Litecoin at all costs. Um, and I think you can probably group like a number of other OG crypto projects into this pool while we're talking about it. Bitcoin Cash. Ethereum Classic, you know, Bitcoin SV, wrapped up the, all these old projects from like mm, 2011, 2012, yeah, yeah. 2013 that you see in the top 50 market caps. And you're like, there's nothing going on in these ecosystems. Yeah. Avoid them. You're absolutely right. I mean, what's the value prop here, right? Like there's faster coins. There's more secure coins. There's, you know, the transaction speeds are faster on other projects. What, like what's really happening here? If you, I think it was, so the development progress is almost non-existent you know you go on to like github or go through any future plans not really much going on there it's pretty it's pretty empty and what's interesting is because of the lack of economic activity on this with this project it's important for miners because it's a proof of work uh blockchain right so if the fees aren't being generated then the miners it's less enticing for the miners to mine litecoin Who's, who's mining Litecoin? Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> but that's the case. So lower price. So what ends up happening because there's less incentives to be mining it, the price declines, there's less incentive. And it's like this vicious loop that just causes the price to continuously decline. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing I found at all that's good about it. I actually traded Litecoin. I did well with Litecoin in 2021 because it was one of the five cryptos that was available on Bitbuy, which was one of the first Canadian exchanges that I used. Mm. I mean, I was like, I have Bitcoin, I have Ethereum, I have XLM and XRP. I'll fucking buy some Litecoin. Yeah, yeah. And it went up. Everything can go up. Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. It's a good project. It's a bull run. Right? Yeah. But like the Beanstalk, the Bean Pod, we're about finding projects that are solving real solutions with real teams and real founders. And Litecoin is the opposite of that. So I'm yeah. avoiding Litecoin at all costs. And the fact, you know, they're, you have to understand that there's competition in every space. And at some point, only 
one company will end up winning in that sector, mm. right? Or, you know, or one or two, like there'll always be a Pepsi to Coke. Yep. Um, but to Dogecoin, the mining pro to that point I just made about the mining, the miners for Dogecoin are actually making way more money. Right. So I like it. All right. Forget about Litecoin. We're not buying that shit. So we're not buying Luna. We're not buying Litecoin. You said this next one is a little bit more controversial. What are you thinking here? I think so. So I want to talk about Phantom. Now, Phantom was, it's a layer one. It was one of the darlings of the 2021 bull run. It saw a massive pump from two cents to three dollars. Mm. It has on the surface um, some excellent technology. Uh, very, you know, just like they all do. We're the fastest. <laughs> we solve the trilemma. Most scalable, environmentally friendly, proof of stake, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They all say that. That's great. It's EVM compatible. Access to Ethereum. Great. The ecosystem is decent. They have 200 plus dApps on Phantom. Correct. However, we always like to look for red flags and they've seen two key members of Phantom. Phantom keeps being abandoned by its team. Yeah, I see. I've noticed that. What's up with that? That I don't like. So uh, a top developer and founder of Yearn Finance, which is a top DeFi project on Phantom, this guy, Andre, Andre Kronge, Kronge or whatever, he left Phantom. Now, I don't like to see like a, top, a pillar of the community just leaving. Mm. He's maybe coming back with a new NFT marketplace built on Phantom, but I don't know. It was never really revealed what happened there. He left twice, I think, too. He left, and another guy left. Yeah. Key Phantom architect, Anton Nell. He left. He's gone. He's not coming back. Right. What's going on here? You know, they don't, no one really reveals these reasons, but like it's, it's red flags that you search for in communities and projects, things that are going on in the background. I don't like the fact that people keep leaving this project. What's going on with the community of the developers that causes people to leave? Mm. So that is interesting. I'm, I'm one, like, I don't think we're ever going to get that answer. But obviously, like, if you're sticking around. So, for example, the Algorand, uh, Algorand guy, he stepped down. But I think it was just to pursue another area within Algorand to help facilitate the growth in a different area within Algorand versus remaining the CEO or president or wherever he was. Right. Um, but you're right. There's like so many. So we talk about how many different projects there are out there. This one claims to be fast and scalable, but it lacks the decentralization. And there's a reason for this. There's only 60 validators right now, right? Like Ethereum has all of a sudden become really decentralized because I think there's like two validators that control 45% or something of the, of the nodes. This one, how this one has sixty validators, but to be a validator, you need to have over five, over half a million staked, which means that only whales can end up being the validators. Two of the largest val validators at one point in time had technical difficulties; they had to shut down the blockchain. Well, it's not a blockchain; I think it's a DAG technology, but right. they had to shut it down because two of the validators. When you only have sixty, that's not very decentralized. No. So there's other platforms out there like an Algorand that is decentralized it's fast it's secure it's all these things that this is except this platform lacks the decentralization yeah i think that's an important point you made just uh, there so there's so many layer one blockchains to choose from there is hyper competition for layer ones in the bear market in the next bull market so you know you don't want to invest in 30 layer ones you want to pick a few for your portfolio mm -hmm. ideally so there's yes maybe phantom will come back maybe andre will come back and and the ecosystem will grow but there's so many other projects that I prefer to Phantom because they don't have the red flags that Phantom has. When I looked further into Phantom, again, I've, I've been talking about this more lately, DAP Radar. 
shows you the users that they have on their dApps. The top dApp on Phantom is Spooky Swap. Yeah. It's their decks. Under 400 active users. Well, there's, yeah, there's not a lot of economic activity there, is there? And one of Phantom's claims to fame was its DeFi. That was kind of what spurred its, um, mm-hmm. its rise. You know, it had some great lending, yielding, borrowing, DeFi projects, year in finance on Phantom. But that guy left. And their top dap is the Dex, which only has 400 users. Even Cardano's Dex has more than that. <laughs> I mean, so I'm not seeing a lot of adoption. I'm not seeing much NFT adoption. Basically, no play-to-earn games to be spoken of are built on Phantom that I found. Maybe a couple of tiny ones that maybe didn't even launch. There's some, uh, they, you know, they, they claim to be super fast, but I believe that their 300,000 TPS was also brought down to 4,000 as well. So that's a, a massive, you know, red flag there as well. Also, they don't really have any partnerships. Yeah. You go through the partnerships section, like they have like Chainlink. Everyone's. And, and OKX. Yeah. That's like, okay. They listed uh, Chainlink, which everybody uses to, to bring the data on for Web2 or whatever. Uh, and then they list an exchange. Like th- those are not partners. No. A partner is, you know, like Hedera Hashgraph, who partners with, uh, you know, one of their council members, LG. Yep. Right. That's that's a partner. They don't. These guys have no partners at all, and they're built for enterprises, or is enterprise focused. Yeah. Where's all the enterprises? <laughs> they're nowhere to be found. Right. So. And it's so it's I think it's like a number seventy ranked coin right now. I mean, look. I think for me, it's very simple. There's so many layer ones to choose from. If you're going to look at a top 100 coin, it's got to have some a lot of things going for it. And Phantom has red flags of being abandoned. People are abandoning that, abandoning that baby. Mm-hmm. Adoption is not there for me. I'm not seeing um, uh, a, a variety of different projects. You know, they were never really able to expand out from DeFi to the metaverse, play to earn NFT. Never saw that. Now you're saying you're uncovering issues about the speed, about this, about that. There's just too many red flags for me when you look at the market cap and the competition for Phantom. Do not buy so I give this project maybe two years, okay, before they're gone. Right. The reason for that is the staking rewards run out to incentivize the validators. Uh, so I think there's a year, yeah, there's one year left before the staking rewards run out. So this means that either to keep rewarding the validators, they're going to have to increase the transaction costs, which is not good for mm-hmm. adoption. Or B, they're going to have to increase the max supply so that there's still an inflation fl- inflationary aspect to keep rewarding the validators. Right. One of two things are going to have to occur. If you increase the max supply and it becomes inflationary, the price is going to go down, right? It's being diluted. And if you increase the transaction fees to keep rewarding the validators, well, then that's going to lead to higher transaction costs and nobody's going to use it. So they're in a bit of a pickle and they only have a year left before this before that happens. So yeah. that's why I'm saying I give this project max two years. I don't like it. I'm avoiding Phantom at all costs. Again, it could pump. Crypto can pump just for sure. regardless. For no of reason. That. I mean, we talked about Luna. It pumped yeah. every once in a while. Yeah, but. but you know, if you're looking for a long-term investment, I don't think Phantom is it. No. Um, if you are watching this video and you have any other ideas of coins that you don't like or think that we should include on our next Do Not Buy list, make sure to comment because we're always looking for new projects to look at. Absolutely. And then make sure you guys hit the like button and then subscribe to the next episode. And then also tune into the next episode. That one's going to be a banger.
All views expressed by speakers on the BeanPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeanPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.